Hi everyone, this is Nathan Davis. In continuing with our overview of a sound investment policy statement, we are going to look at some of the main portfolio objectives that should be included in the IPS. A good place to start this section is with restating the goals mentioned in our client mandate, but with more specific details. If the client's primary goal is retirement, what date are they targeting and what amount of after-tax living expenses would they like to have? Will their portfolio be used in the short to intermediate term to fund a major expense like a new home or college education for their children? Specific dates and amounts for these goals are an important consideration when determining an appropriate investment strategy for a client. Next, the client's risk objectives should be addressed. This section should answer three primary questions. What is the client's willingness to take risk? What is the client's ability to take risk? And what level of risk is appropriate for the portfolio? The client's willingness to take risk should have been established at the beginning of the financial planning process with a risk tolerance questionnaire. The client's ability to take risk is a conclusion made by the advisor at the completion of the financial planning process. After comparing the expenses associated with the client's financial goals to the income streams and assets available to fulfill those goals, a low distribution need from the portfolio means a high ability to take risk while a high distribution need from the portfolio means a low ability to take risk. How to allocate the portfolio is then determined by comparing willingness and ability and defaulting to the more conservative of the two if there is a mismatch. So, both a high willingness and high ability to take risk means an aggressive portfolio is appropriate for the client, but a high willingness to take risk and low ability means a more conservative approach should be used in the portfolio. Lastly, the IPS needs to state the target long-term portfolio rate of return. By disclosing the assumed nominal portfolio return and inflation rate used in the financial plan, a real inflation-adjusted rate of return target can be calculated for the portfolio. This real return can be viewed as a hurdle rate over inflation or what the portfolio needs to earn above and beyond future inflation to achieve the goals set forth in the financial plan. Tune back in tomorrow to learn more about investment policy statements, where we will discuss portfolio constraints, asset allocation, and execution. If you would like help with determining your own risk tolerance, visit us at aspenwealthmgmt.com. Click on contact.